Well, the uh, people who stop believing God become almost bestial. And they are actually easier to control or they're easier to incite to violence. They're easier to manipulate because they have no higher standard. They have no perception of the, the worth or purpose of their life or that their life has consequences. Well, once you eliminate moral education of children and begin to allow the adult to behave in bizarre ways, you have created the conditions that were the end of the Roman Empire. But, you know, the idea here is that when we get ruled by a bureaucratic state, and I talk about this in the book, you get ruled by unelected people who are free to impose their ideology on you as if it were law. And this, again, is another form of insanity. Hey, friends, welcome back. Sean from SGT Report here. Thank you so very much for tuning in. That was Dr. Jerome Corsi, and he's back with a very, very important book about neo-Marxism and anarchy, exposing woke insanity in an age of disinformation. Friends, this is the truth about what we're facing. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report with another extremely important episode, this time about neo-Marxism. We're gonna deconstruct the move to destroy our nation from within via cultural Marxism and anarchy. There's a new book out by our friend, Dr. Jerome Corsi, and it's titled, The Truth About Neo-Marxism, Cultural Maoism and Anarchy, Exposing Woke Insanity in an Age of Disinformation. Friends, isn't it funny that the mainstream horror media and the powers that ought not be big tech, they censor us calling the things we cover, misinformation and disinformation, Welcome to Orwell's 1984. Let's welcome our guest, Dr. Jerome Corsi. Welcome back. It's great to be with you again, Sean. Thank you very much. Well, God bless you for writing this book. I hope it becomes a New York Times bestseller. You've authored 32 books on economics, history, and politics, six of which were New York Times bestsellers. But now that the New York Times games the system, it's not really a list of bestsellers anymore, is it, Jerome? No, it's not. And it hasn't been for some time. Uh, the censorship is intense and intensifying, and it's pretty frightening, as you point out. I mean, the First Amendment is clearly under attack, and it is a result of this really change in how the world is viewed that has come about through this neo-Marxism that is now the the mainstream media, the Democratic Party. Uh, it, it pervades the Justice Department. I mean, it's shocking how we are in the midst of a Maoist cultural revolution and the traditional values are being shamed and abandoned. And the result's going to be anarchy. The result we're seeing is anarchy. The deterioration of our cities, the uh, divorces, the uh, cries for abortion. I mean, these things are fairly uh, dystopian. And I never thought, I never imagined I'd live through this kind of a period of time in America. But here we are. Here we are indeed. I do want to play a clip for you in the audience of new January 6th footage that has been gone through. And uh, and I think the results are quite shocking, but not for those of us who knew what actually happened that day, right? With agents of change mixed right in with actual Trump supporters to cause the problems, to cause the tumult, to get people to go into the Capitol. Ray Epps being just the tip of the iceberg. Can I play that clip for you and then get your reaction? Yes, that'd be great. Thank you. All right, guys, this comes from our buddy, LT's and We Know channel, and there's Ray Epps 
absolutely amazing. We, we out left off with Ray Epps as he was making sure he's doing his part, directing uh, traffic for this movie that was produced. Back on the east side, things are cooking up here. Still behind Obstacle 1. Not for long. Meanwhile, at the Northwest Scaffolding, welcome to Obstacle 3. That's right, in about 30 seconds, our crisis actors are going to breach it and climb to the top, where they'll meet Obstacle 5. But first, midway, they must defeat Obstacle 4. Yep, look five, everyone. And background. There they go. And they just flutter up. Hey, there's Happy. Look at this guy in the corner, like he's eating a box of bath salts. Yeah, it's a Bible and bath salt kind of party. Now watch this guy. Yep, holding the Bible up for the cameras. There's Hawaii Proud Boys leader, Nick Oates. We'll come back to you later. And now Jacob Chansley has come down from his treehouse. And oh, incoming. Yep, posing with the rosary. Meanwhile, a cop gives instructions to U.S. Marine Corps war veteran slash digital and forensic reporter, Chris Jones. What the hell is that about? Inside, our actors are preparing to overcome Obstacle 4. Now this footage comes from the New Yorker's veteran war correspondent, Luke Mogelson. Yeah, it's just slap and tickle all over again. What is happening? This data gets it all. Hey, it's Lieutenant Trapper and Carl doing nothing. At the same time, notice this cop pops through the tarp to ask Ranger for the knife that's lying here so he can cut it, which will allow for more people to enter and further expose the scaffolding to our photographers. Now, you guys get it. Yeah, I think the audience gets it. Jerome, the point is, is there were rabble rousers and agents of the government I believe paid agents, agent provocateurs in that crowd, and it was all by design. It was a false flag operation through and through to a very large degree. Your thoughts? Well, it, they used to call this in law enforcement entrapment. In other words, you are embedded within the supposedly bad guys and, and, you, and you induce them to commit crimes. And then you charge them with the crimes that they committed as a result of your inducement. That's entrapment. It's uh, unconstitutional. Now, What's happened is that I put this part of, a large part of the book after Marcusi, one of the Frankfurt School in the 1960s, was really dominating the counterculture, uh, introduced this concept of repressive toler tolerance, which was really intolerance. In other words, he said we can't tolerate the expression of conventional views, basically. In other words, those who support the church are actually insurrectionists and the white terrorists you know are the white supremacists are actually criminals because they don't see this higher set of values that neo-marxism posits for the culture now it's important to note that as i, I discuss at length in the book this postmodernism denies that there's objective reality so you get people like this Baud Rilliard, who was a french intellectual who was behind uh, his ideas were behind the Matrix movies, and he said everything is a simulation, everything is a simulacra. He wrote a book called Simulacra and Simulation, in which he said there is are, there are only narratives. And since there are only narratives, and he, by the way, did not like the Matrix movies because the rebels thought they could perceive objective reality, and Baudrillard said there's no objective reality. It's just a narrative, what you perceive. So the postmodernist idea of cultural revolution is that we imagine these values that we want in the future and we make them come true. So like John Lennon, let's imagine there were no God. <clears throat> so we wouldn't have any religious wars. Let's imagine there were no boundaries. Let's imagine there were no nations and the, you know, that you will think we're dreamers, but there are millions of us and you can join us if you want. Well, I think I'd rather imagine there was no John Lennon 
because these ideas are destructive and they were in, in they were in created to be destructive and that you see the rosaries and the bible being held up in those demonstrations by the provocateurs they're trying to say that the bible is evil christianity there is no god and so therefore you're believing in sky fairies and we want to release you from this you know repression of your sexual impulses and everything else so that you can be liberated that's the authentic personality that they are envisioning so the attack on <clears throat> sex and race go back to the 20s when the original Marxists were deciding how to destroy cultures like America, and they figured they had to start with the family, they had to start in, indoctrinating the youth, and they had to get rid of God, they had to get rid of the family, they had to get rid of traditional values, they had to in, induce sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and say this is the highest form of the human being, work is demeaning, we'll let the machines do the work. Uh, you should be able to enjoy all your higher pleasures. That's what it comes down to. And <clears throat> that's the current Department of Justice there uh, taking the their version of criminality, which is politics and um, anti-religion, specifically anti-Christianity, uh, probably also anti-Judaism, uh, and saying that you're criminal if you dare express ideas like are in the Bill of Rights or the Constitution, because you're trying to block this this neo-Marxist utopia from coming into being. And so therefore you're an insurrectionist because you will not go along with the future progress. It is really that crazy. And it ultimately ends up in, in empowering schizophrenia. In other words, there's no male, female, that there's any gender I want because sex is not gender. Sex is genitalia. Gender is your performance acts. And the highest of these performance acts, body and female attire, acting out some form of bizarre combined sexuality. And uh, that's the kind of confusion that destroys societies. And this was architected to destroy the United States of America. And it's making good progress doing so. Yeah, it is. Now, people are waking up, but dumb people... You know, I hate to call them that, but the woke people, they're just fools. They're easily corralled by the sheepdogs. And I want to play a clip here in a minute from the sheepdogs. Uh, the new talking point is out from the Democrats, and it's this. Donald J. Trump is Hitler. So I'll play that clip from Mark Dice in just one second. But you note that the woke ideology that's marched through our institutions is a secular religion that seeks to destroy the God-bestowed freedoms our founding fathers sought to preserve. So those of us who are awake to this agenda are fighting tooth and nail peacefully to try to save our republic. These people are redefining truth to be subjective. When truth is not subjective, it's black and white. That's why God gave us the Ten Commandments. And you know these people hate God. Do you see any chance at this point to save the republic? I well, mean, what I, happens if they steal another election in 2024? I always say that in the end, God always wins. God created this place. God can unplug it anytime he wants. Uh, I think that increasingly the the antidote to this is two antidotes one is the truth that's why i'm um this great awakening series this is the second book the first one was the truth about energy global warming and climate change they're all the truth about the truth is the antidote these people cannot argue with you because they are fundamentally insane and they have not been trained science they don't 
have the true ability to reason uh, in terms of the educational skills that we, reading, writing, and arithmetic that we traditionally educated for. Instead, they've gotten gender identity head ideas and racist ideas in their heads, which are, you know, seductive. Because first of all, no one, no right-thinking person wants to uh, discriminate against someone because of the color of their skin, which is not particularly anything you have any control over, or or eye color, or hair color, or any other color at, attribute. But the point is that if you can demonize race, you can say we were a slave nation, and the Constitution was written to preserve slave owners' values, you get a very sympathetic audience to people who are not thinking critically to realize that you know, the Civil War may not have been fought initially over slavery, but it, by the time the Emancipation Proclamation was signed and Lincoln uh, articulated the Gettysburg Address, uh, slavery had become an issue of the war. And the point is, we ended slavery. And we could have embraced Martin Luther King, who wanted to make us race blind, that we were not in, influenced by race. That was, that was the right direction. This is to rub raw the conflicts, which are not so much economic, but they are cultural. The cultural war is at the heart of this Antonio Gramsci Italian um, communist between wars who his prison notebooks redefined Marx to say we need to fight a cultural war and destroy the culture of capitalism. Then we can bring down capitalism. Then we can depopulate the world. They are actually depopulationists. And I think this has a satanic element to it. I think these people are truly uh, glorifying schizophrenia. So whatever they happen to say they are, whatever they happen to believe, you can't ignore, you can't deny, or you're committing a microaggression. I mean, this this logic is inherently destructive because it's dysfunctional. So the first antidote is the truth and showing people the fruit of the tree. This is what it produces produces, you know, transvestite story hour. Now, if we're going to go there and going to engage in these kind of bizarre behaviors as normal, in fact, protected, then the perversion of language begins to see uh, Catholics who want a Latin mass as the enemy of the state, according to the book. But the second remedy is also Second Chronicles 7.14, which is the remedy the Bible gives us, which is to get on our knees and to ask God to forgive us for the millions of babies that were cut to pieces in the womb, for taking God out of the schools, out of the hearts, for the number of divorces going on. Uh, we, If we our land and a judgment of God, God is coming, I think we're at the first, it certainly feels like end days, and we are at the beginning of the judgment of God. I don't believe God created the human race to fail. And I think an increasing number of people are awakening. We're not marching easily into slavery. And uh, we're not going to let you take away the Second Amendment so that we are helpless when you come to imprison us. You know, I want to apologize to the audience. We've had a couple of dropouts there, Doc, where we lose about five seconds of what you're saying. But I think we've captured the spirit of everything that you meant to be saying there, uh, with the exception of two five or six second dropouts. I want to play a clip for you right now from Mark Dice's latest video so that you can hear what these Marxist change agents and CIA mockingbird assets are saying about Donald J. Trump. And look, I don't think Donald J. Trump is going to be the savior of our republic, 
But as I said, if they steal another election and they give it to somebody like Michelle Obama or Gavin Newsom or, God forbid, a second term of Joseph Robinette Biden, it's game over for the republic. So let's listen to these change agents and CIA mockingbird assets. And then I want your thoughts on this, because Trump, I guess, is Hitler. I mean, let's deal with Hitler. OK, OK. Um, tell me how Trump sees Hitler. Well, and you could see it in countries where, well, Hitler was duly elected. That's right. Right. And so all of a sudden, somebody with those tendencies, though, dictatorial, authoritarian tendencies would be like, oh, OK, we're going to shut this down. We're going to throw these people in jail. And, and that's exactly what the Democrats are doing. That is exactly what the Democrats are doing. Dr. Corsi, there's Jan Sixers, there's grandmas who did nothing at all, even remotely considered violent. They peacefully walked through the Capitol after the doors were opened to them in many cases by these cops that were in on it. And they're sitting in prison. How about Owen Schroyer from uh, Infowars? He never went into the Capitol at all. And he's sitting in solitary confinement for two months in a federal prison. I mean, how does any of this make sense? It doesn't make any sense because we live in upside down world and these people are redefining truth as subjective and their truth, I guess, is the only truth that we're allowed to, uh, what, digest? And it's all lies. All they do is lie. Uh, they want us to kneel to their falsehoods and there's no more dictatorial person in the, the, on the planet than Hillary Clinton or these uh, you know, right, righteous, judgmental Democrats who will refuse to even let you express your dis your disagreement with their values or challenge, though that uh, carbon dioxide is not the turning knob of the Earth's temperature. It's a silly idea. The sun happens to be a much more powerful force. Uh, water vapors are 70% of all greenhouse gases. They're not demonized because hydrocarbon fuels don't emit water vapor. This is against capitalism. It's designed to destroy God as its starting point. And the whole idea here that you are going to you must kneel to this remember the under the Mueller investigation the russian collusion and by the way hitler 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 has just become the echo chamber to replace russian collusion russian collusion russian collusion right and it's all propaganda it's all a mind game it, the repetition of the lie is what makes it they think have power the Mueller investigation wanted to prison me because they thought i had a tie to julian assange which i did not have they said I was lying. They gave me a plea deal, said I would go before a jury in Washington, D.C. that would imprison me the rest of my life. Well, I I told them that if, if I had to go to prison the rest of my life, go ahead and do it. But I was not standing in front of a judge and in front of God and swearing to a lie just to keep myself out of prison. They never indicted me. They were the liars. The, my, my case closed down the Russian collusion investigation. I was the last witness they wanted. They thought I could tie Roger Stone and Donald Trump to Assange, and I did not have a tie. I had no association with Assange. Uh, I figured out that Assange had Podesta's emails, and I told Roger Stone, made it sound like I had a tie, but I did not. I wanted to. I was certain I was right. I was, and I wanted it believed, but I did not have the tie, so there was no Russian collusion. I just figured out. That the Russians didn't steal those emails out of the DNC, right? Uh, and that, and that I didn't have a tie to Assange. Assange knew that Podesta's emails were the mother load of those of that steal, and I figured out that's what he would have saved for last, and he did. So the point is, 
the antidotes to these people, and that's the whole point I'm writing this Great Awakening series. Um, this is the second volume, this truth about uh, neo-Marxism, cultural Maoism, and anarchy. The second book is that the, you must re- say no to these people. You know, you must engage in the debate with these people. They may scream at you, but what they're going to produce is the destruction not only of our cities, they're going to encourage dark forces to be unleashed, no police, all their ideas are insane, defund the police. You know, it's just in Philadelphia, it's becoming a, a dangerous city. Same with all of our democratic-controlled cities. They are filled with homelessness, with filth, with drugs. This is the product of these ideas. It's intentional. They intend to destroy. It's a hard idea to get your head around, but these people were indoctrinated by very brilliant Marxist cultural Maoists who know how to manipulate people. They're brainwashed, and they will be destructive, and they are being destructive. We have to say no. Can we just circle back to something you said there? I just want your opinion back on the record here. We haven't talked about this in a long time, and I haven't talked to you in quite a while. Russian collusion. You mentioned those emails that were leaked to WikiLeaks and Julian Assange. They were very damning emails for John Podesta and Hillary Clinton. I recall one of the emails from Hillary Clinton in which she joked about having just returned from the backyard where she sacrificed a chicken to Moloch. A lot of damning emails involving Podesta, spirit cooking, Marina Abramovic. It's my opinion, and I think I can back it up with some facts based on things Kim.com has said, testimony he was willing to provide to the DOJ at the time. And I think some things that Assange has even alluded to, it wasn't Russian collusion. It wasn't Russian hackers. By the way, Bill Binney has backed this up with the data he's got. These files were downloaded locally, and I believe it was Seth Rich who was the leaker, and they whacked him for it. Your thoughts? Uh, Most likely that's true. And uh, that's always been my suspicion. Uh, Seth Rich had a very mysterious death when he was accosted in the streets of Washington late at night, uh, coming from a bar, but where had he been? He had access to the DNC computers that contained the server, uh, the server that contained the emails. And uh, it's been proven, there were articles written even in the nation that uh, looking at the uh, the physical requirements of that download, it could not have occurred in the time it occurred unless it had been directly downloaded from the server. It couldn't have been a, a tap into the server. So it wasn't the Russians. And I tried to explain this to the Mueller or the Mueller investigation, and they said, Dr. Corsi, we're not interested in your theories. So, well, maybe you ought to be because yours are wrong. Well, that didn't get me anywhere. But again, as I said, I was the one who refused to take their plea deal and wasn't indicted. And again, these crimes that are so-called crimes, I mean, how many crimes are they going to indict Donald Trump with? And, and they don't care that the charges are ridiculous or insane or that it's apparent to the world that we've become a third world country in which our law enforcement has become a new KGB or Stasi that are enforcing political correctness. Well, in the meantime, I caught HSBC Bank with laundering billions of dollars because they were taking your social security number and running millions through your account and then closing it. I was approached by, I started publishing this, I was approached by the Department of Homeland Security, the Senate Permanent Investigating Committee, HSBC was fined $1.9 billion. Nobody went to jail. The truth is we are the drug cartels. You cannot run the drug cartels without a bank. You can't drive around pickup trucks or 
semi-trailers full of $100 bills. Got to get the money into the banking system. And every transaction through the banking system is monitored by the Treasury, probably by the NSA. And certainly uh, it, we facilitate the drug cartels by allowing these banks to money launder. It's part of their business. Department of Justice turns a blind eye. So, you know, we talk about the drug cartels. We are the drug cartels in Mexico. Our borders are wide open. Why are we allowing all this, the fentanyl? Why are we, These people are depopulationists. They want, they think there's too many people. Both of my books have that theme. And when the Marxists take over, as they did in Russia, they kill millions of people with starvation and their collectivist farm experiments, or in China, with their great leap forward, starve millions of people to death. And I guarantee you that Lenin, Stalin, and Mao did not lose a night's sleep or have an empty stomach while that was going on and could not have cared less. In fact, wanted fewer people so they had more of the resources of the earth for themselves. They want control. It's a lie. It's a lie that oligarchy tells in order to allow you, you to give over power to them. Well, the state is going to protect you from COVID. No, it's not. Did the state create COVID? Okay, so uh, the state will make sure the Secret Service protects the president. Well, what about JFK? What if we can prove JFK was killed in the crossfire? Okay, what about all the lies we've been told about Ukraine? You mean, wait, is Biden keeping Ukraine funded in this war so he keeps open the money laundering system from which he's benefited? And that's supposed to be all okay. We're supposed to not see the money laundering operation here. I mean, this obvious criminality. Okay, so who's getting paid off in the Department of Justice? Where do these Department of Justice people come from? You know, why is our military more able to do better running a transgender parade down Fifth Avenue than fighting a war? I mean, these questions need to be asked, and the American people need to understand that they are being architected to destroy the middle class. And when you can't feed your family or pay your mortgage, you are not going to care about someone being offended because you see that they're transgender and consider it ridiculous. Guys, please pardon the brief interruption and a quick word about a sponsor. Dark clouds are gathering. Currencies like the Turkish lira are crumbling. Fear and uncertainty are here. The Middle East, Ukraine, Taiwan, the U.S. national debt, it's endless. Yet one asset stands firm, gold. In crisis after crisis, gold is there. Its enduring value guards against loss, like a missile shield against incoming weapons. While paper wealth burns, gold exists and persists. Noble Gold can help you shield your wealth against these looming threats. War, recession, contagion, take control amidst the chaos. Get your hands on gold now before it's out of reach. Right now, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with every new IRA. Claim your free coin today to secure your financial future as the storm clouds gather. Always do your own due diligence because there are no guarantees in this world, but secure your future against disaster. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today and claim your free bullion coin right now. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com or better yet, call for their expert advice at 877-646-5347 and tell them SGT Report sent you. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. 
Well, now let's talk about dissent, because you write that properly understood social justice anarchy is an advanced form of the Hegelian dialectic aimed at negating capitalism, destroying the United States as a global superpower, and instituting a bureaucratically controlled totalitarian state intolerant of any dissent whatsoever. I want to play a clip for you right now that will inspire everyone listening to dissent, because there are still real men out there willing to stand in the gap against this tyranny. One of these men, in my opinion, is Dana White, who owns and runs the UFC. I want you to hear what he's got to say about one of his advertisers trying to tell him to stop talking about Trump. This this happened to me. I posted a video for Trump, right, on my personal social media. And one of our big sponsors called and said, take that down. You know what I said? Go oh, fuck yourself. You vote for whoever you want to vote for, and I'll vote for whoever I want to vote for. That's how this works. I don't even care who you're voting for. It's none of my fucking business. Fuck you. Yeah. Don't ever fucking call me and tell me who to vote for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel in fear these days, you know? A lot of people feel in fear that if they don't vote for certain people, they're going to lose their jobs. I mean, it's Hollywood, for example. Think about how fucking crazy that is. It sounds insane. It sounds yeah. just like... Well, it'll keep happening unless more people stand up for themselves. Yeah. And that's 100% the point. And so, look, I want to commend you for not taking the deal when they were threatening to put you in prison, because now that Jan 6 has happened, a lot of folks like you has, have seen the results of not taking the deals. Some of these guys, like Stuart Rhodes, the head of the Oath Keepers, now I don't know if he was a Fed or not, I don't think he was, but they put him in prison for 17 years, which I guess to me indicates he wasn't a Fed. Okay, but there were infiltrators, like I think Ray Epps was an infiltrator of Oath Keepers, and that's just my personal opinion, but they're putting people away for essentially non-crimes for 17, 20 years plus. And so people like Jenna Ellis are taking deals. They're turning on President Trump. You never did that, and for that I commend you. More of us need to be like Dana White, but we now live in a situation, a banana republic that's so tyrannical, people have fear of standing against the tyranny for fear of being thrown in prison for a very long time, Doc. Well, that's right. They do. And that's it takes a lot to control that fear because it's inevitable that they will make you feel fear. That's their major way of manipulating and controlling you. You finally have to decide that there's nothing they can do to you that could damage you as much as losing your soul. And losing your soul is what Dana is fighting for right there. He's saying, I have I'm, I've got a God given right to think and express my views. And I'm doing so in a respectful way. I'm not out throwing, you know, I'm not out like Antifa burning down Portland, Oregon, which, of course, is tolerated. Now, when that's the case, the language perversion that's at the heart of this neo-Marxism is fundamental, where they want to make evil into good. So they're glorifying evil. And that's why I say it is satanic at, at its core. It is doomed to fail, but it's going to cause massive damage. And just these ideas get into your head, they completely mess up your thinking the way a virus completely messes up your computer. And these ideas were just, were constructed to be viruses. And the point is, you know, human beings are not easy to deal with in many ways, but the greatest resource on the earth is the human intellect. We have the power to create. We have the power to build. We have the power to think. And those are God-given powers. 
And we must respect them and we must understand that these God-given powers should not be surrendered because you're made to feel fear. I'll go back to a biblical reference again. Constantly in the Bible, it says, fear not. It's one of the major, major points of the Bible. Do not feel fear. When you don't feel fear and you refuse to feel fear, fear it's freeing because you realize there really is nothing they can do to you. I mean, if they kill you, there's nothing they can do to you. And that's because this is not a material existence as they want to insist. They are not in charge with their queer ideas and queer theory. Uh, God rules. And if you really want to protect yourself and your family, go take a look at your children's school books. Get involved. See what they're being taught. Because children know, you know, mommy, why is that man wearing a dress? Uh, children understand it. It was a child who said that emperor has no clothes on. Person who feels fear very easily. And then all you can do is intensify the fear and you've got complete control. That's why totalitarianism that Hillary Clinton wants comes on as if it's going to do social justice. Mm -hmm. And it ends up by the social justice they want to create is imprisoning anyone who disagrees with them. You've used a word a couple of times, and I know you write about this in your book, and it's a very important word, schizophrenia, right? So the people that don't understand history, these woke idiots that are falling for all of this, they don't understand the murderous history of communism under Stalin and Mao, which you expose in this book. And that has led them to a state of absolute schizophrenia. You mentioned abortion. The people on the left celebrate such insane things. They celebrate as freedom the freedom to kill your baby in the womb. It's just insanity. It's like the entire script, God's script has been flipped, but that's what Satanists do, right? They invert reality. That's what we're talking about here, an inversion of reality and the suckers, these woke suckers and these fools on college campuses and the followers of people like Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton, they're falling for it hook, line, and sinker. And the ideas are twofold. I mean, first of all, they, they don't work. So let's have modern monetary theory, uh, which says that because we're the sovereign nation, we can pay off our debt with another fabricated money. We've got over a trillion dollars a year now just in interest payments. Federal Reserve's got interest rates at 5%. They're probably going to raise them because they're not containing interest in, in, inflation. We're going into stagflation. And all this is intentional. We don't have to have these destructive economic policies where you can't even get a budget formed. Um, I can think anything I want to think, and you have to accept it. Okay, so. Hey, Doc, can you hear me? Determine what's good for me and what's evil for me and may not be what's good for you and evil for you. You know, maybe me killing you or me killing someone else. I'll define that as good because of some ideas of, of human sacrifice. These, once you really allow, there's no objective truth. There's no right and wrong. There's no black and white, then this, you know, area of 50 shades of gray produces all kinds of perversions, which are accepted. The, you know, the Frankfurt School embraces the sexuality of the Marquis de Sade. One of their books about the, you know, and I read uh, the dialectic of enlightenment, which Adorno and Horkheimer wrote, two of the luminaries of the Frankfurt School, this group of Jews that escaped Nazi Germany and came to the United States and planted their, their Freudian Marxist merged ideas that said sexual liberation and uninhibited sex is the key to 
creating an authentic human being that rises above the repression of capitalism. And so therefore we need a cultural revolution, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, John Lennon, in order to free people from the restraints of capitalism. Mm -hmm. So the fundamental, it's a destructive idea and, it, and it's insane. Do we really want the inmates of the asylum to run the place? It's so completely flipped around that if you are going to believe that, you're going to say, well, okay, so destroy the cities and it's okay. Burn down Portland, Oregon. We're not going to arrest Antifa. This is not the type of society that most people want to live in and certainly don't want their children to live in, yet it's a society we're creating. Yeah, again, guys, I apologize for a couple of the dropouts there, but I think the entire spirit of what Jerome is trying to share with us is coming through loud and clear. So uh, another screen share here. I mentioned schizophrenia, and uh, I just want to flush that out a little bit further. What folks are looking at here is Baphomet, right? Breasts on a man. Okay, so let's talk about schizophrenia. The collegiate swimmer now turned advocate for women and outspoken advocate at that, Riley Gaines, she laments having to compete against her will, right? She wasn't asked for her consent to compete against a man who put on a female swimsuit. I'm talking about Leah Thomas, who competed against college swimmers, female swimmers, and then finished first and won all these trophies and awards. As a man, I guess I understand I could put on a female swimsuit and compete against women and win prizes, <laughs> but I would never do that because it's cheating. I'm not sure how that would be fulfilling to somebody who would want to compete like that. That's just cheating. Is that part of the schizophrenic nature of what you're talking about? I think it's insane personally, but uh, is somebody like Leah Thomas schizophrenic, do you believe? Well, no, it, the answer is yes. I mean, this is insane. So Bathomet is not only... Um, male, female, androgynous combined. It's also animal, goat, hooves of another animal, and human characteristics in the hands. It's also got all kinds of satanic symbols. The inverted star is the upside-down pentagram. I mean, these are, these are marks of Satan. These are marks of evil. Uh, Karl Marx was not an atheist. He hated God. He knew God existed. He hated God. He hated God because... God didn't make this place perfect. And Satan was right. If we just eat this fruit, we can make this place perfect. That's why God doesn't want us to eat this fruit. Well, that's the lie that's at the heart. And where this is going, my third book is going to be on transhumanism, because these people believe that if they just get rid of 90% of human beings, which are useless, they have no regard for human beings as human souls or lives that have merit to live. They think, well, this person's old. There's no, they're, they're worthless. This person is demented or has some kind of psychological problem born with their, they, so we can't, we've got to get rid of them. You know, they're practicing eugenics and we'll be happy to get rid of three quarters or more of the people on earth. So they have all the resources. They can merge themselves with machines. They can become transhuman. And my third book will be about this transhumanism, uh, artificial intelligence and permanent life extension, which they believe they can do. Now, this is to put themselves on the throne of God while denying that there was a God or is a God. They want to become one. You know, the problem with atheists, and I point this out of the book, you can't say you're an atheist without positing to me the God, idea of God. Theist means God. You're saying you're not believing in God. Well, you just told me about God. How can you tell me about God and not believe in it? You just posited the idea. So God is hardwired into a human being. 
And so are these values. You know, the, the Ten Commandments are pretty simple. You know, don't lie, don't cheat, don't, don't sleep with your neighbor's wife, don't kill anybody. But the point is you have to teach these ideas to human beings, which means that we are not that advanced a race. And it is easy to convince people to believe these lies because you're empowering them. They're saying, no, your identity is all powerful. So you dictate for the rest of us. And But this insanity of woke where they have this discourse ethics where they, they they form a language game in which all these schizophrenic personalities are accepted as legitimate. Uh, this stuff is hard to read because it's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. But yet they live in a world in which they think they can construct their reality and they think at the center of their reality is always themselves. Mm-hmm. And that you don't get to share in it, which is why if you object to them asserting themselves as all-powerful to do whatever that comes into their head to do, regardless how destructive. Uh, why wasn't Antifa stopped when it burned down Portland, Oregon? You know, why are we allowing our cities to be overrun with homelessness, fed with drugs? You know, where's the federal government's role now? Is it to protect the homeless and allow them to have drugs in order to get rid of them? Is that the real objective here? When you look at these policies, they're not by accident. So why are they being done? Then that question has to be asked. And then you have to ask yourself, do you want your children coming home where the school mutilated their genitalia in a a sex transformation operation and you weren't told? What are you going to do? The child probably ruined the rest of their life, as was intended by the schoolmasters. That's the hard part to accept. Yep. They're literally passing laws that prevent parents from being informed by the schools if exactly what you describe begins to happen behind the scenes at schools with a young person who's confused and confides in a teacher or a counselor that, you know what, I just feel like I'm a boy trapped in a girl's body or vice versa. They can get the hormones without parental consent. It's absolute insanity. And I just want to show folks one thing here, and then I want to ask you about UN troops and these open borders. How does this play out? But uh, we talked about Baphomet, trans insanity. I will add to the mix pornography, the United Nations to legalize sex with children. That's actually happening right now. That's what they want to do. You mentioned the Frankfurt School and sexual immorality as being the thing that would free humanity. Well, I'll remind people of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Oh, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. I share that with the audience because everything that we've talked about, including the Frankfurt School and this infiltration of our society by this satanic element, it's all really meant to destroy God and our relationship with God, isn't it? Because if we don't believe in a higher power and a creator, we will be ruled by the iron fist of despots. Well, the uh, people who stop believing God become almost bestial. And they are actually easier to control or they're easier to incite to violence. They're easier to manipulate because they have no higher standard. They have no perception of the the worth or purpose of their life or that the life has consequences. Well, once you eliminate moral education of children and begin to allow the adult to behave in bizarre ways, you have created 
the conditions that were the end of the Roman Empire, in which the orgies, the insanity, uh, the rituals. And I always ask myself, why, in fact, did the Roman Empire, greatest empire at that time in the world, go Christian with under Constantine? And I think the answer was the mothers got tired of seeing their children being made into perverts, sexual perverts. They said, we're not doing this anymore. Christianity came around and had a value to life, showed you know purpose in Jesus Christ in terms of his messages and what he would, what he did on earth and what was done to him as a consequence of Roman intolerance and uh, the whole idea that we don't have a spiritual nature to us means you have just taken the thing that makes us truly human out of our existence. So we become beast-like with minds that are powerful. And then the destruction is unleashed. And that's that's the formula that Satan see, seeks to achieve in harvesting souls for his kingdom, which various of the thinkers that I cite in the book think is the kingdom that should be here on earth and the kingdom they're trying to bring about with themselves in charge along with Satan. And they see nothing wrong with that. But it is fundamentally a suicidal idea. And most of these ideas, you know, we exhale carbon dioxide. Okay, so we want to kill cows because they fart methane. Now we're going to kill human beings because they exhale carbon dioxide. It's a ridiculous idea. Plants absorb carbon dioxide. The mathematics of the climate are not linear. They Just because we have some more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere doesn't mean it's going to be warmer by a predictable amount. Can't even predict the weather tomorrow. Yet we have the IPCC, this UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, saying if we go 1.5 degrees Celsius over the uh, pre-industrial revolution, uh, temperature of the Earth, we're going to destroy the planet. Nonsense. This planet has had Continents separate. It's had asteroids hit it. This is a, this is a cataclysmic place. It had mountains rise. A little bit more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere is probably just going to make the place greener in an inner in an interglacial warming period. And when the sun gets more elliptical in its orbit, we're going to have at the farthest from the sun another ice age, and it won't matter how much carbon dioxide is in the atmosphere. You know, the sun is not a tree ornament up there. It is our major source of light and heat. And that's why when at night it's dark, because the sun's not in the sky. And if we didn't have greenhouse gases, all the irradiance the Earth absorbs during the day would go back out into outer space at night. And this would be a very cold place and probably uninhabitable. And, uh, the, you know, Greenland was once green. Greenland, the, the entire Earth was once covered in ice. This is a very changeable place. And the Earth is not regulating its temperature to make us feel good or for our benefit. We're just the latest creatures walking around on the surface of the earth. There were five extinctions before human beings ever got here. Now, these ideas are not taught in school because they don't contribute to the madness of getting rid of hydrocarbon fuels, which are not fossil fuels. The Fisher-Tropsch equations I explained in the first book in this trilogy, make the earth makes hydrocarbon fuels in the mantle of the earth on a natural basis, ongoing even today, and it's a, hydrocarbon fuels are abundant. Carbon is not evil. It's fundamental to who we are as human beings. Couldn't agree more. And uh, I would just add to that uh, to clarify for the audience. Oil doesn't come from dinosaurs. All right. It's abiotic. The earth produces it. But look, 
all everything you just described is a result of really Prince Philip uh, before King Charles. Uh, it, this stuff is espoused by Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, part of the Rothschild bloodline. And of course, before it became public to the degree it is today that they push all this anti-human rhetoric, there was the Club of Rome, right? The Club of Rome outlined, and their mission goal was to convince humanity, humanity's the problem, okay? If we just had fewer of us, the world would be a better, healthier, more peaceful place. So with that said, the last question I have for you is regarding the open border. I said, oh. I've said, and I, oh, go ahead, please. No, no, you go ahead. I, I'll comment on your point. Okay, I, I just, here's the thing. I've said, and I will continue to say, I can't think of a word that describes what's happening with this current administration that's more descriptive than the word treason. The only difference between a Chinese invasion, or pick your country, the only difference between a old school military invasion and what we're seeing with this open border is the men, the military-aged young men pouring through by tens of thousands are not wearing uniforms. Now, I believe some of these young men are UN troops and will answer the UN call when they get it and are activated. What are your thoughts on this open border? Because I think it's blatant treason and I cannot believe that there aren't hearings about this and I can't believe this man hasn't been impeached yet. Well, again, it's, it's by design. And the borders are kept open intentionally in order, one of the fundamental communist principles is a change in demographics, is a change in politics. And uh, they th believe that by bringing in the uh, south of the border, which are largely socialist countries, that they will reinforce their socialist agenda. What the powers that be, the dark powers in Washington don't realize is that the people coming in are believe in God. They believe in families. These are people who are yet spiritual. They haven't been ruined by Marxist schools. And uh, I think, in fact, the border should be, you know, again, it's John Lennon, imagine, imagine, imagine there were no borders. Wouldn't it be fun? Then we'd all be citizens of the world. Yeah, well, those these ideas don't work. Again, they will just cause confusion, destruction, the loss of order. You know, the idea of having borders where you can expect who's coming into your country and not in order to pre prevent criminals or treasonous. But what happens is we're being destroyed by treason from within. And the fundamental solution that all of this darkness seeks to induce is, why don't you do save us the problem and just kill yourself? Since you're useless anyway, just kill yourself and do us all a favor. Here's fentanyl. Where does that come from? How does that get across the border? Well, just have as much of it as you want because you'll save us the trouble of killing you by killing yourselves. And, you know, just go to any major U.S. city and see how safe they are at night when the police have been removed. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's defund the police. Mm -hmm. Let's make let's make the police into the criminals. Let's say the the you know the criminals are they've been abused by society. They're poor psyches. They don't realize they're just acting out their oppression. Well, give me a break. I mean, you know, the a, a psychotic killer or rapist uh, is a criminal and probably psychologically disturbed beyond repair of economic destruction. We'll have mass famine. These people succeed. We'll have wars. We'll probably have nuclear war, which seems much more imminent today with Russia having nuclear weapons and their terrorists. They're not going to stockpile those weapons. They're going to use them. Backed by Russia, you know, we've got a war where 
Hamas comes out of the sky in terrorists and kills people who have been disarmed and can't defend themselves. And Hamas gets marched for around the world because Hamas hates the United States and these people hate the United States. Well, when you hate what is truly your last chance at freedom, as Abraham Lincoln said, the last great chance we have, you kill that, you've descend, you've d- d- thrown the earth into a, a thousand years or more of darkness, maybe uh, irretrievable darkness. If the human race is gone, uh, the earth won't miss us. It'll wait for the next. There are five major extinctions before human beings ever got here. And as far as the earth is concerned, uh, we're not that important. But as far as God is concerned, we are extremely important. The reason, uh, the highest form of creation, and if we had any smarts about us, we would educate children uh, on the traditional way we educate children. We teach them American history. Maybe we're not a perfect country, but we certainly have formulated a structure of limited government. But, you know, the idea here is that when we get ruled by a bureaucratic state, and I talk about this in the book, you get ruled by unelected people who are free to impose their ideology on you as if it were law. And this, again, is another form of insanity. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And in fact, I, uh, as we wrap this up, I just want you to know, I keep saying that what we are experiencing right now with this Biden administration and those that are really the puppet string pullers of him, the people behind the scenes, it's as though the weather underground did actually take control of our government, right? And that's what we're seeing, right? Bill Ayers talked about what they would do when they took control. And now we're starting to see it. Patriots are going to prison for non-crimes. They're targeting the next president of the United States with non-crimes. They're trying to get him off the ballot. And so it's pure insanity. It's the inversion of reality. And really, it's the satanic new world order that we're fighting against, isn't it? I mean, at the at the end of the day, that's what we're fighting against. And that's why people need to get this book and share the book. The book, guys, is called The Truth About Neo-Marxism, Cultural Maoism, and Anarchy, Exposing Woke Insanity in an Age of Disinformation. And that's what we live in. It is an age of absolute disinformation. And that's why they try to silence us, Doc. That's why they kicked us off of YouTube. That's why they don't let us in. You know, we won't. We don't get a fair shake on Twitter. We're throttled. I mean, talking about everybody just about who speaks truth. We live in an age well, of the, disinfo. It's an age of disinformation, and the lie has become the truth for these people. But their lies are not true in God's eyes, and there will be consequences. And I urge Second Chronicles seven fourteen, and say that I do not believe God created the human race to fail. But it will take great courage in order to turn back this darkness. Guys, apologies for the dropouts, but uh, Doc Corsi's right. It will take great courage to defeat the darkness. And that's what we're trying to do here. Please spread this information far and wide within your sphere of influence on social media. Share this information with your friends, neighbors, and colleagues, many of whom are undereducated, and they fall prey to the disinformation and misinformation spread. The gaslighting now that is spread every single day on MSNBC, CNN, The Washington Post, etc. Doc Corsi is the best place for people to get the book, Amazon, or are there other avenues to get the book from? Uh, Amazon, it's in the bookstores. I think Amazon is probably the best anymore. And uh, people are not buying books and reading them the way they used to, and we're not getting any. uh, Fox has just about abandoned anybody on books at all. Uh, But it is time to turn back on the lights And in human history, writing books, whether or not anyone gets to read them, is part of turning the lights back on. And I plan to continue as uh, long as God 
gives me the ability to do so. Well, God bless you. I thank you for your time today, and uh, we'll pay it forward by showing the book one last time here, The Truth About Neo-Marxism, Cultural Maoism, and Anarchy, Exposing Woke Insanity in an Age of Disinformation. Guys, buy the book, support the author, spread it far and wide. Our guest has been Dr. Jerome Corsi. Thanks, Doc. God bless you. Thank you, Sean. God bless you, sir. And friends, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, a special thank you to those who care enough to share this information and spread it far and wide. And I'll tell you, every single day, guys, for free, you can count on us to give you the real news, the antidote to corporate propaganda 24-7 at sgtreport.com. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. Are you familiar with the book, The Great Taking, that's been kind of hitting the rat circles? uh, No. No, what's that about? Well, it's about the DTCC. They own everything at law, all the collateral. So when you talk about the bankers shorting precious metals and oil, they manipulate the oil market about as bad as the silver market. Yeah. But anyway, DTCC, when you buy stock, they own, you just have the, you are the beneficiary owner. So let's say the whole system falls down a week from Tuesday. All the collateral, so all your your rights on your General Motors and your Boeing and your Shell Oil or whatever, really is owned by the banks. 